The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. of a cliff and fall on your this show is a well-oiled machine pizzas shaped like penises it's gold son cannabisradio.com presents the stoner jesus show f***ing christ Yeah. Holy shit, you fuckers. Stoner Jesus Show Podcast. June 13th, 2016. We're live on CannabisRadio.com and Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. A new opening for the show. We think about that shit. Like production value or whatever. Never thought you'd get that with this show, did you? Ha ha! Surprised you again. Big show tonight. We've got weed news. We've got an Antichrist update. we got a new thing for the Antichrist update, too. Shit is a well-oiled machine. You have no idea. Uh, we also will talk about Orlando. Won't be long. That may surprise you as well. But I have a solution. And it's a rather obvious solution. But nobody seems to be talking about a solution. They're, they're, they're looking for reasons and whatnot, and that's fine. But I'm a practical person. I bring you solutions. That's what I'm known for. And then, like, the Bible or whatever. It's like, you know, this, this, like, it's like me. It's my essence. There you go. It's my fucking essence, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, I'm on Twitter at SternJesus420. Tweet me a link to the show whenever, however, and wherever you are listening. You will get a retweet. When email the show, SternJesus420 at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash SternJesus420. We're going to talk about that as well, my Facebook page. And I noticed something, and it brought content to the show, so good for me. It took me six years to notice it, but, you know, whatever. I never said I was, you know, quick on, the, on the, the uptick, as the kids say. And they do say that. Also, if you're a hardcore fan of the show, on Facebook, search Disciples of Stoner Jesus. That is our group for the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus, on Facebook. Come chill with everybody. Say Peter's right here somewhere. It's supposed to be getting an update on him becoming a black man. I don't know, you know. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like I'm getting an update. That's fine. I got other shit to talk about. Don't worry about it. Somebody, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Listen to this fucking music for a minute.
Ah, fuck, okay. Sometimes you gotta take care of your shit, uh, the shit yourself, man. You want something done right? You gotta do it yourself. <laughs> hey, did you know there's a mailing list for the show? That's right, an email list. Is that kind of old-fashioned? Hey, fuck you, man. I don't go to your job and criticize you. <laughs> Sign up for the mailing list on the mailing list page on stonerjesus.net. That's where you can find all the information on the show. Stonerjesus.net. We're also on Patreon. There's a Patreon banner on there. You get perks from the show for supporting the show. So on and so forth, etc. You know the drill. It all happens at stonerjesus.net. It's your mom's favorite website. That's right. I talked about your mom. What of it? Also, like I said, we got weed news tonight. Uh, an Antichrist update as well. If you'll know about the Antichrist, wow. you will know. You will you will get all the information you need. That's very important. The Antichrist. I mean, really. It's like biblical level important. You really should pay attention. Before we get into uh, Facebook and what I discovered on Facebook... At least discovered on my Facebook page. I'm going to talk about Orlando. Uh, I know Russ, I guess, devoted uh, Russ Belvo before me on canvasradio.com. Uh, you proceed the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Proceeding 8 p.m. Anyway, the point is this. I, I guess he devoted most of his show to it. I'm, uh, I don't say I'm tired of the argument because it sounds like, you know, I'm kind of like brushing it out of the table like it's not an important thing. It is an important thing, but uh, one of the things he said towards the end of his show really rang a lot of truth to me, even though, as he said, we do disagree on, on a lot of these issues, is that nothing's going to change. And that's probably right. There going to be slight changes, and people argue about that as well. Uh, personally, I think it's, you know, it's all meant to be a distraction for something else, but I'm not going to get into that right now. A lot of people talk about the, uh, the Orlando thing, the, the shooting, there's uh, horrific, horrific shit. There's horrific shit going on. There's one of the reasons I'm not religious. You look at humankind and, and the flaws and everything that comes with it, it seems to make a mockery of the, the notion of intelligent design. Whatever. I know, you know, Christians and, and religious people will disagree with me, and they'll have their reasons. And that's great. I'm not here to have a religious discussion either. I'm here to talk about practical solutions. A lot of motherfuckers are getting shot. Now, let's say you're somewhere. You're chilling somewhere, a public place. Not a government-owned public place, like a school or something. I'm talking about public, but private-owned entities, like this Pulse nightclub. A lot of people, when something like this happens, they turn to government. They say, what's government going to do to help us? And as you know, many have pointed out, and as Russ pointed out, as I, as I pointed out, not much is going to happen. If you're expecting some, the government to do something, whether you agree that, the, that government doing something is good or bad, it's probably not going to do anything. And if it does do something, it's going to do it so shittily, 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 is that a word? Fuck it, it is now. Shittily, this is going to make the problem worse. So, and, uh, you know, say what you want about the free market. I'm not going to go into that either. I could do hours and hours and hours about the free market and how it can solve just about any fucking problem. There are specific special problems that, you know, that, that, that are less workable. But things of this nature, 
have a free market solution. Many people nowadays in their homes, they have security systems. Why? They don't want people coming in and breaking, and, and breaking in their house and stealing their shit. They like their shit. They worked for hard for their money, so they bought their shit. Now they have their shit in this house. They don't want some degenerate fucking cocksucker coming in to their house and stealing their shit. What do they do? They have security systems. Yeah, some of them have guns, but they figured, hey, you know who's bearing a gun? Loud sirens, uh, automatically uh, alerting ADT or whoever to the, 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 the presence of some thieving asshole that's coming into my house to take my stuff that I love. Much the same will happen in these, these, these private clubs. Say you, uh, you own, you know, Queer-Rama. It's the greatest... And I can say that, by the way, the, the queer is now the accepted term in the gay community for, you know, uh, all inclusion or whatever. Queer-rama. It's the best gay club in town. But you're worried, man. Uh, a bunch of people just got uh, shot over at Pulse. In Orlando. That's fucked up. The homophobes in the country and the world, it's fucked up as well. A lot of it's based on religion. All fucked up. I mean, most of us can agree on that. What are you, as an owner of what could possibly be a target, what are you going to do? What is in your self-interest to do? Maybe gay people are not going to want to come to your club and dance because they're afraid they're going to get killed. They don't want to get killed. They want to dance. They want to fucking have some fun. They, they fucking work too. They have lives like everybody fucking else. They want to blow some steam. They want to dance, you know, with glitter or whatever. Who cares? Now, what are you as a club owner going to do? What, what, what's the solution? I would submit the solution is armed security. Armed security. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, more guns is not the answer. Well, I think it depends. When, when somebody gets shot out in a public place or something, or somebody's shooting, what's the first thing you think of? Hey, I need to call somebody with a gun. I don't have a gun. That guy's shooting at us. He has a gun. We need someone on our side that also has a gun that is shooting at him. That's a natural inclination. You reach for your phone and call 911. But even more than that, what something like armed security is, is a deterrent. A guy is going to be less likely to go into somewhere, like like a nightclub, where he knows, hey, there's like these, there's these fucking, there's like six or eight, uh, Beefcake fucking the most flamboyantly gay guys ever. Uh, they also happen to be trained security, and they know the club, even in the dark. They know what's going on. They're armed. They're watching everybody. They have you know, different vantage points in the club or whatever. The owner of that club is going to do whatever they can to say to get to people, whether it's gay, uh, gay people coming to a club or, you know, wherever. A mall. You know, if, if a mall gets shot up, say, hey, we got security at our mall. Maybe a bad example. People are not going to put a lot of faith in the mall security because of the, you know, movies like Mall Cop or whatever. But when someone's shooting, you want someone who's trained and rather proficient at using a firearm and disarming a situation like that. You're going to call them, and they're going to come in 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Or like Orlando, they're going to wait outside for three hours. If something does go down, you have security there. But like I said, at the most, it's going to cause a deterrent to many who want to come into a place like that and and start blowing people away. 
You want your customers as a club owner or any kind of private business owner to feel safe. You want them to come there, have fun. They don't want to worry about getting shot. That's bad. That's bad for business. You got to worry about getting shot. I guarantee you that's going to uh, depress your, uh, your revenue stream. If you want to, uh, if you get my drift, which I guess you would because I'm not making an illusion or anything. I'm talking about money, revenue stream. <laughs> you probably, you probably do. I got in this, I got in an argument, um, I don't know, I guess it was on Twitter a few years ago when there was like a, there was another school shooting. And I happen to say something like, what many people say, you know, we protect our money of banks with guns. You know, there's fucking gun, cops with guns in our public library. Why wouldn't there be some cops at schools? And I know people say, well, you know, a cop will overstep their authority and do this and do that. I got to think, if I'm someone who's to shoot up a school, if I know that my school that I want to shoot up has no, nobody there that can shoot back at me, my, uh, my, 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 my propensity to do this is higher than, say, if I know, well, you know, there's a cop there. And, you know, I would say you probably need more than one for various reasons, tactical reasons. That we'll get into here. It's very uh, SWAT-like. I want to give away my expertise too much. <laughs> but the point is this. There's a lot of guns. You're not going to get rid of the fucking guns. And, you know, with, like, the 3D printing or whatnot. I know Russ said earlier, you know, who, who you know has a 3D printer. Well, you know. In the 1980s, who'd you know to have a VCR? I mean, you know, shit gets cheaper. More people have it. People are going to figure out how to manufacture guns. Even if you banned every gun, they're going to figure out how to have a, how to have a gun. You know, technology is fucking amazing. We can do anything. There's ways we haven't even thought of that people will be able to manufacture guns in their house. It's really a moot point. And the question is, what are you going to do to combat uh, mass public shootings. I'd say armed security. Trained professionals. I would say it would behoove a business like a, a gay nightclub or any other target, quote-unquote target, to make uh, you know a public the fact that, hey, we got security here. Everything's good. Everything's cool. Most nightclubs should have bouncers. you you telling me they can't be uh, uh, trained and qualified uh, through some various means to have a gun? I find that hard to believe. I know people with guns, they have they can overstep their authority. No shit. No shit. Okay, but as a society, at some point we decided, hey, there's going to be this group of people that we give guns to and say, hey, you can use this in certain circumstances. Got to blow a motherfucker away? Go ahead. You know? Yes, can that be abused? Absolutely. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But at some point, we have to focus on what we're going to do to combat the problem. And putting up a fucking sign that says this is a gun-free zone ain't going to do it. It's not stopping anybody. And you can go on and on all day about regulations and this and that. But the point is, what are you going to do about what's going on? And yes, I know, you know, gun violence overall is down. Uh, and has been uh, declining for almost 30 years. Even though we have many more guns than we did before. But 
like I said, that that problem that that there's nothing, nothing ever going to happen there. Or if it does, very little is going to happen. The question is, what are you going to do about it? I say private businesses and uh, any other entity that may be a target looking to their own people with guns. Who you want on your side when shit goes down <clears throat> and who you want to uh, uh, tell the world that you have on the premises. Now, it's enough about that. I went over my five minutes. It doesn't matter. I did ten minutes. Moving on. <coughs> oh, damn it. Excuse me. Facebook. I have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash sternjesus420. I have a picture on there. And the avatar, the, the profile picture. It's the picture I put on there when I created the page. I have not changed the picture since. It is the, uh, the exact picture I had on my MySpace page going back to 2006. Millions and millions and tens of millions of people have seen this picture on Twitter or Facebook or MySpace or whatever, depending on how far you want to go back. Is the original, the OG. The one I have on my Twitter, the, the top has been changed from Standard Jesus to SternJesus.net. But this is the OG picture that's on my Facebook profile. I put it on there on day one. I haven't changed it since. Why would I? Anyway, the other day I'm looking on, uh, I got like an app or something, Pages Manager, Pages Manager. I'm looking on there in my notifications, and it says uh, somebody uh, put like a frowny face, or an angry face, or whatever that is, that is stupidity, on one of my pictures, on one of my photos. So I said, I wonder which photo that is. It turns out it's my profile photo. It turns out that people have been commenting on my profile photo on Facebook for six years, and I was unaware. I was completely unaware. By the way, thanks to people chilling in the chat room, uh, Joe Destruction, uh, John Chambers, um, and whoever else stuck around. I think at the end, like at the end of the rest of the show, you have to like it goes to something else on Spreaker, and you have to refresh, and it's I don't know. Uh, John Chambers said Paul said armed security on site. Uh, the reports and there may be you know updates. Uh, I read that there was like one guy there, which for for whatever many people were there, hundreds of people, that's not going to work. I think I think one guy. Well, uh, I think if there's like ten people. That might work. And people, you know, well, you don't want, you know, security like grocery stores or something. Well, yeah. One day that, that, that that's what will happen. There'll be security everywhere. Anyway, back to my picture. Uh, it's been shared 30 times. It has 22 comments. Uh, 85 people have um, reacted to it, I guess, is the, the thing. March 1st, 2010, Parth Savani said Jesus was not white. That's got four likes. <laughs> uh, Ryan Greenwood uh, responded to that. He said it doesn't matter what he was. He was a stoner, and that what deep down in our slowly dying hearts, what we all believe. I don't think I could have said it better myself. I probably could have. But. McGraw 2 said, uh, or the second. <laughs> He's a movie. Bobby McGraw 2. <laughs> You saw Bobby McGraw. That wasn't shit. We bring you Bobby McGraw too. Bobby McGrail? The fuck is that? McGrail. Bobby McGrail. God damn it. This part of the segment's already falling apart. 
He said, get Christmas-tid, mate. El Manny, uh, November of 2013, there's like two years and nobody said anything. He said, ha-ha, dicks, ha-ha-ha-ha, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Nathan Paul Duffy said, Parsavani, he was Jewish. There was a good chance he was light or white-skinned. Read a book, you stupid fuck. <laughs> I was reading these the other days. I was thinking, i got to put these on the air. First of all, the fact that this was happening for six years and I was unaware. Because I really don't look at my Facebook notifications. I just kind of started doing that. You know, being more involved in what's going on. I, <laughs> I read through these. I'm like, yeah, this, this is some good shit. Gabriel Wolf uh, apparently tried to tag someone named Robert Gallagher. It doesn't seem to have worked. Tyler Charenfant said WTF, which I believe my slang is up to date. means what the fuck. Ebby Vell said MFers going to hell, but his is blowing that shit. Shit, of course, spelled with a Y. Angel Hunt, February 2014, said blasphemy. Henry Polson Anderson said, what the fuck, no red eyes? Lindsay Loudon, uh, May of 2014, said, this is so disgusting, you should be ashamed of yourself, for every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Sounds good. Let's get that bitch to do my promos. Sherry Trullo said, this has got to be the most disgusting post I've ever seen on Facebook. I'm totally appalled. It doesn't matter what color... Jesus Christ was, he is the Son of God, and may God have mercy on your souls. Jesus Christ prayed on the cross for souls like yours. Quote, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. God have mercy on their souls. She did not close the quote. That's kind of annoying. You know, not to be, you know, that guy, but still. Carmine Budici? Budici? Jesus Never was a sooner. I assume she means stoner. He healed. Never needed anything. He is a sooner. I am. And then Puiter's Vic on March 25th said, Magai Gago Kala Nayo Naka Katuwa Ung Gingawa Nayo. Apparently that translates to, the jerk is funny, you think you do. Which I'm not sure is much clearer than what I said. Stern Jesus Show podcast, June 13th, 2016. We got weed news coming up. <laughs> all this was going on all this time and I had no idea. My profile picture of my Facebook. Never occurred to me that people were commenting on it. This is March of 2010. <laughs> Stoner Jesus Show podcast. Stay tuned, Dick Nuggets. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. Don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, 
tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to Frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations the standard jesus show is brought to you by celebrity dildo make sure you check out that celebrity dildo banner on standardjesus.net or just go to celebritydildo.com celebrity dildo has released a new and exciting range of premium silicone dildos and have finally combined the two worlds of novelty and function. Celebrity dildos are made of premium medical-grade silicone. They're firm yet flexible and velvet to the touch. Durable, non-porous, odorless, hypoallergenic, and let's face it, they are just a great conversation piece. You want to check out Celebrity Dildo, go check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. Follow them on all the social media networks. Celebrity Dildo, awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Make sure you check them out on stonerjesus.net. Next to THC and CBD, you can now add CBR to your cannabis vernacular. CBR as in CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the third annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. The most influential business event in the marijuana industry returns for three days in Oakland, California. Join your fellow industry leaders and policy influencers June 20th through 22nd for an in-depth educational experience and network with more than 3,000 cannabis professionals. The 2016 Cannabis Business Summit and Expo will feature keynote presentations from California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom and Numi Organic Tea CEO Ahmed Rahim giving you insight into cutting-edge policy discussions and the most innovative business practices. All this plus the most comprehensive expo floor in the industry. The Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 20th through 22nd in Oakland. Don't miss out. Register right now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and save 15% off registration using promo code RADIO15. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com, promo code RADIO15. Russ Belville inviting you to join me every weekday on CannabisRadio.com for the Russ Belville Show. It's the NPR of POT. We bring you the latest marijuana headlines, cannabis analysis, drug war data, activist interviews, radical rants, and your live calls. Join me every weekday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, live only on CannabisRadio.com. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Tommy Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You know, about this podcast, what I really want to do from now on is to solve world problems. I feel like my job is to calm everybody down and focus on how we can save this planet. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. world, world. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here's cannabis news coverage you can count on. From the Stoner Jesus Show's Cannabis Radio Newsroom, Inside Directory, this is Weed News. Ah, uh, yes it is. Time for Weed News here on the Stoner Jesus Show podcast, recorded live June 13th, 2016. CannabisRadio.com, Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Go check out the podcast on SternJesus.net, Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. The various apps and websites that go with all of that stuff. Get our weed news from Cannabis Tweets on Twitter. It's Cannabis Tweets with a Z. I also write about weed stuff for the LibertarianRepublic.com and the Smoking Bud dot com as well. Doing a lot of interviews and stuff over at marijuanatimes.org. Check me out all of those places, but mainly here. Because I believe here is where I'm at my most awesome. I'm at peak awesomeness. Anyway, new poll finds 89% of U.S. voters say medical marijuana should be legal. I think that's about as good as it's going to get. I mean, really, there's always going to be some dickheads that's like, no, no. I don't care if you have cancer and you're dying. You can't smoke a joint. It'd be awful. But 89%, I think that's the point where we can just go like, you know, let's, I, I think that's it. And we can, we can close the book on that one. Most people agree, uh, you know, well, of course, we, we think you should need a reason. But most people agree at least with that. Other stories up on Cannabis Tweets, uh, Dickwad Sheldon, Andels, uh, Sheldon Adelson, casino douchebag out in Las Vegas. He uh, almost single-handedly sunk Florida medical marijuana in 2014. Um, people are, are commenting, they're speculating that he is going to dump a bunch of money somewhere or in a few places to try to sink legalization, maybe in his home state of Nevada, maybe in California. 
So I think, you know, it's an uphill climb in California. The, the, the legalization people, they got some major money. But uh, he's, I, wrote a, I wrote an article on thesmokingbud.com a while back. It's called, I believe the title of it was, Meet the Grim Reaper of Marijuana Law Reform, Sheldon Adelson. I said some old douchebag. He uh, bought you know, the biggest paper in Las Vegas. Now they're against legalization. Where before they were for it. So on and so forth. Just you know, one of those people. One of those people you just like to kick. Like he like he's like really old, so I just like kick him right in the hip, break his hip, and then give him some weed and say, "How you feel now, you broken hip cocksucker? Took on this joint, you'll feel better." And I'd be like, "Yeah, you were right all along. Thank you, Stoner Jesus. You're welcome, douchebag." In Colorado in April. In April, $117 million in legal weed was sold between the recreational and medical markets. Uh, I wrote about that at thesmokingbud.com as well. It's my latest, as they say. There, so you can go check that out. Now, $76 million in recreational weed, the rest in medical weed. It sets a record, uh, but that, that's a record that's going to get set quite a bit, I have a feeling. It's already, <laughs> it's already been broken quite a few times. And it will continue to be broken as uh, the supply increases, the number of outlets, so on and so forth. Um, in Arkansas, three groups are collecting signatures to legalize marijuana. Two of them are medical, one of them is recreational. Uh, you can check that out on Cannabis Tweets. Also, a couple thousand new jobs in Oregon, thanks to the marijuana market, which I don't... I don't even know why there was never an argument about that. Like before legalization was a thing, people would argue, well, maybe it won't create a bunch of jobs. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? You're taking an industry that already has a, a great demand. You're moving it to the legal market. You're opening up shops because of the evil profit motive. That's why, uh, you know, people invest their money and their time into building businesses and they hire people. You know, to perform different tasks, division of labor and whatnot. It's going to create jobs. It's just going to happen. How many depends on various factors, regulations, taxes, how much uh, the fucking government cripples the marijuana industry, which, as I said the other night, it's my main fear now about marijuana legalization is the government is going to regulate it and tax it to death before it even gets going and there's going to be this massive black market that survives because the government has to fuck everything up. Leave it alone. I understand, you know, taxes are a big selling point and all this other, and you, you need strict regulations to make sure the kids don't get it, which I don't understand. I think the only regulation you need is to say, hey, marijuana business, don't sell to people under 21. Here's this license. We tell you that we allow you to sell this. If we catch you selling, and we're going to be checking... To someone under 21, we're going to take this license away from you, and you can't make, you know, your business has to shut down. That's it. It's the entirety of the fucking regulations you need as far as keeping it away from children. I'm making air quotes. You can't see it. I'm making air quotes with my, my fingers. Keeping it away from children. So anyway, yeah, it's creating jobs. I think... And all the shit that's happening, we all thought was self-evident. Some people didn't think it was self-evident. 
I don't understand that. I didn't understand it then. I don't understand it now. I guess it's not. It's not going to create increased economic activity. How couldn't it? I don't understand that. Uh, Michigan trying to get recreational marijuana legalization on the ballot this fall. Looks like they are going to get fucked over. At least so far they are. Uh, there's a rule in Michigan where state is codified, you know, explicitly saying that any signatures gathered over 100, uh, only signatures gathered in a 180 day period are valid. Uh, the Michigan marijuana people, MI legalized. They took about 11 months to gather all those, all theirs. So under the new rules, the ballot board has thrown out a lot of their signatures, which means they don't have enough to get on the ballot, which means they're getting fucked over. Things have been rough in Michigan. Ever since they passed medical marijuana, there's been just problems between law enforcement and caregivers and patients. And it's just a clusterfuck. And it looks like it's going to continue to be so. I, I don't know. Another story up on Cannabis Tweets. That's Cannabis Tweets with a Z on Twitter. How Tommy Chong became a marijuana legalization advocate. You know, goes into, uh, we can play some of it. God damn. I know there's a video on this one. Most of them don't have videos. This one. This is from attn.com. Atten. Atten. All marijuana use is medical. People smoke for various reasons. They're addicted to heroin, and it helps calm them down. You were able to quit smoking cigarettes. Yes. I could smoke a joint, and it would give me the same feeling. What would you say to someone who says they support medical marijuana? Is it doing something weird? I don't, I don't think that's supposed to be doing that. I think it's like a buffering thing. I know. It's weird me out. <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. It's like, this is like when they're talking. Like like that Max Hedrum video or whatever. But they don't support recreational marijuana. R&R is the term used in the military called rest and recreation. It's a medical term. One of the greatest things to me about pot, it makes you sit and do nothing. Recreation means that. Rest and recreation. Take your mind off whatever task you're doing. And so many people on this planet, if they... Still doing it. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. I'm sorry, Tommy Chong. I can't continue on this. I can't continue down this path. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. Sharon Jesus Show podcast, June 13th, 2016. Recorded live on CannabisRadio.com. An Antichrist update coming up. With a new, we got a new production element for that too. Just wait, just wait till you hear. You bitch. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Kind Soil. Check out the Kind Soil banner on SternJesus.net or go to KindSoil.com. And also follow at KindSoil on Twitter. KindSoil is a 100% organic soil program that feeds your plants from seed to harvest. All you ever do is water your plants. You never use nutrients again. Make sure you check out that Kind Soil banner on SternJesus.net. Kind Soil allows your plant to feed as it chooses, drink fresh, clean water as it chooses, all while never experiencing burns or growth issues from chemical feeding. Kind Soil produces large, dense flowers soaked in trichomes. Go check it out for yourself, kindsoil.com, or click that Kind Soil banner 
on stonerjesus.net. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Head Shop Headquarters. Check out the Head Shop Headquarters banner on stonerjesus.net. They have all kinds of glass, all the glass you'll ever need, whether it's pipes or bubblers or dab rigs, larger water pipes, accessories, whatever you need, you can get it at Head Shop Headquarters. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. They have great products, great glass, and great deals, and free shipping on all orders in the United States. Go check them out, headshopheadquarters.com, or simply click that Headshop Headquarters banner on stonerjesus.net. Another awesome sponsor of the show, Headshop Headquarters. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. We've got David Faustino on the line, Bud Bundy from Married with Children. Did you feel nervous being a celebrity walking into a weed store? I don't remember at all being like, ooh, I'm scared to even take my picture. What are they going to say? Bud Bundy smokes Bud? I mean, come on. (laughs) It wouldn't be a big shocker. Hey, this is David Faustino, and I'm on Cannabis Confidential with my girl, Dr. Dina, on CannabisRadio.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. From dabs to chivas, sativas to indicas, we roll out a whole concentrate of fresh new content every week. It's like going from the greenhouse to the dispensary. CannabisRadio.com The cannabis industry is growing. Business is booming. And as new opportunities arise in newly legalized states, each market is getting more competitive. Today, it takes more than just being a good grower. Do you have the resources to market and handle this ever-changing business landscape? Let Canna Management Corporation help you grow your Canna business with our vast resources and experience to make your business a fully functional service company. Financial management, HR, sales, marketing, efficiency, and more. CMC has the experience and the expertise to improve your business and help you better meet the demands of your clients and customers. Call Canna Management Corporation and let our team get you ready to grow. 415-269-8015. That's 415-269-8015. Or visit canna-management.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. As foretold in the scriptures long ago, an antichrist would rise, an antichrist with which I would have to do battle. We here at the Center of Jesus Show, of course, long ago identified the antichrist in utero. I'm providing you with intelligence and updates ever since. 
on the Antichrist. The Antichrist was to be revealed after this brand new production element we have, which may give you a clue as to who the Antichrist is. Damn, I could have done that better. She knew I was eventually going to ask her to marry me. I just had to get that ring right. When I came back from the hospital, the first thing I did was go look at my vag in the mirror. Yes. The Antichrist update. <laughs> the Antichrist is none other. If you didn't know, then Little Northwest, a.k.a. Kim Ye Jr., a.k.a. the demon spawn of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, identified by the Stern Jesus Show as the Antichrist. We provide you with the intelligence that will be needed for the battle that lays ahead. I don't know if you've ever read the Bible, son. There's a whole part in there about the Antichrist and battles and all kinds of shit. Just crazy. Crazy biblical level proportion type shit. So we prepare. We have uh, the, 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 uh, the squirrels to the north. Our army of stoned squirrels. We have our stoned rabbits who are dangerous to humans because they've lost their fear of humans because, of course, they're stoned. Now, there's something else I've already forgotten about. It's probably not good considering I'm leading these battles, but it is what it is. You work with what you got, so on and so forth. This first story is from eonline.com. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and Carl Lagerfeld are working on a secret project. Yes, this type of thing I'm talking about. A secret project, no doubt, to thwart me from taking my throne in heaven. Something exciting is brewing between a couple of famous fashion powerhouses. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West appear to be teaming up with Karl Lagerfeld for an exciting new project that also includes the help of Karine Rothfeld. <laughs> I know, I don't know who these people are either. Kim took to Snapchat to share that she and Yi were, were traveling to Paris on Sunday night, which was followed by some behind-the-scenes pics of a photo shoot she's working on. They appear to be shooting at Lagerfeld's bookstore, Library 7L, and inside his back studio in the 7th District of Paris by Saint-Germain. Is it just me or does none of this make any sense? I don't understand what's going on. I can't follow the thread of the conversation or of the story. I don't know what's going on. A source. Here we go. The good stuff. A source tells E! News they were shooting for about four hours and were planning on heading to dinner across the street at Faraday Restaurant, one of Kimye's favorite places to visit while in Paris. Now we're getting to the meat of the intelligence. Kim appears to be wearing a white leotard with a long white coat for the project. In the background of the shoot, we can see an all-white bed and a white background. Yes, now. <laughs> Previously, Kim shot her CR fashion book cover at the same studio in 2013. 
And then it goes on to submit some other projects. And then at the end it says, Reporting by Allie Rosenblum. Allie is reporting. <laughs> Allie is on the case. You have no idea. You have no idea how much fucking reporting Allie is going to bring you. She is all up in that reporting shit. One more great story. We're running out of time. I really, I really hate to, 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 to truncate these segments. They're so important. This is from the Daily Mail in the UK, which just has shit everywhere on their website. Daily Mail in the UK, DailyMail.com. Could you put more shit on your website? I am flabbergasted by the amount of shit. It would take me two hours to read everything just on this front page. That's not what we're worried about. We're worried about this one story, which is somewhere smushed in the middle. Kim Kardashian showcases her extremely ample cleavage in skin-tight bodycon dress as she arrives in Paris with Kanye West. This must have been the, uh, the, the, the precursor to the story we just talked about. Uh, they touched down in Paris just a few hours earlier, but Kim Kardashian and her husband Kanye West didn't waste any time exploring their favorite city, stepping out in style as they enjoyed a morning of shopping on Monday. Again, the hard-hitting News. The 35-year-old reality star was hard to miss thanks to her seriously low-cut bodycon dress as she headed out alongside the hip-hop star, who was 39. Why we need to know their ages, I have no idea. She does have some nice big titties. Good for her. Kim showcased her famous curves in all their glory in the figure-hugging khaki dress, which flattered her hourglass physique. She... <laughs> She kept covered up in a flowing gray cardigan, which fell from her shoulders as she sashayed along the street. The mother of two, who raises baby Saint, a.k.a. Fredo, six months, and North Antichrist, almost three, with Kanye, completed her look with a pair of on-trend peep-toe boots from Kanye's Yeezy fashion line. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. There are people who get paid to, to write these articles. Where can I get that money to describe what she's wearing and talk about her big fucking titties? I mean, my whole article. Uh, Kim has some big fucking titties. She wore some expensive shit by some people you've never heard of. And oh, by the way, didn't I mention her titties are big? And she's wearing Kanye's boots. It's going to be a tough battle ahead. These people mean business. The, the battle for the kingdom of heaven will be bloody indeed. No, I'm not talking about the Kardashians. On their periods. Stern Jesus Show podcast, June 13, 2016. We are running out of time. We'll be back, yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here again to tell you about an awesome sponsor of the show. Of course, I'm talking about Pottles. Check out the Pottles banner on StonerJesus.net. They have all kinds of products. Pinner tubes, blunt tubes, they have glass, they have odor-free stash containers and all kinds of different sizes and colors and designs. They have uh, tablers. 
so many products. I can't fit them all into a commercial. Just go click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use promo code STONERJESUS. It's all capital letters, all one word. STONERJESUS at checkout at Pottles for 20% off. Go check out all of the amazing products Pottles has to offer. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net and make sure you use that promo code STONERJESUS. Get 20% off at Pottles. CannabisRadio.com keeps you in the know Monday through Friday on air and on demand with Cannabis Radio News. Presented with the definitive worldwide news source, the Associated Press. Stay informed with exclusive news on all things cannabis. Cannabis Radio News, live weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, during the Russ Belville Show. Or download the daily podcast exclusively on CannabisRadio.com, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. When breaking news happens in the cannabis industry, Cannabis Radio News delivers the details first. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. I hope everybody's got their vape pen handy or their pipe or their bong or whatever you use to do your medicine. It's not a requirement. You don't have to be high for this show. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I don't know who you're talking to. You have to be high to do anything. At least I do. I don't know about you. In fact, I've been high so long that being straight is another high. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world, world, world. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Stoner Jesus Show podcast recorded live June 13th, 2016 on CanvasRadio.com. Canvas Radio on Spreaker real quick. We're running out of time. Uh, going back to the Stoner Jesus profile picture on Facebook discussion earlier, Joe Destruction left a comment. Quote, this picture 
makes me hard. End quote. So there you go. In many ways, the best comment on the picture, and in many ways, the worst. We have time for one story from HuffingtonPost.com. You can dine nude at this eatery unless you're old or overweight. We haven't seen, even seen the menu, but a new Tokyo restaurant has already left a bad taste in our mouths. Japan's first naked restaurant will open its doors in late July, and it's not the thought of dining in the nude with strangers that's off-putting. The Amarita has some fairly offensive rules for entry that make it pretty clear they're only welcoming a certain type of guest. On their website, the restaurant lists restrictions on entry, including weight, age, and even body ink. Adult diners over the age of 60 won't be welcome per the upper age limit, and neither will people who are more than 15 kilograms, or approximately 33 pounds, over the average weight for a person of their height. Oh, and no tattoos will be allowed either. We've heard about alleged age discrimination faced by employees of restaurants, but this is a new one. By the way, who gives a fuck if they have restrictions? I don't understand. People will go or they won't. Who cares? They don't want no fatties and uggos with disgusting tattoos while people are trying to eat. This article is probably written by, written by a, a fatty uggo covered in tattoos. <laughs> and the article continues, as for the appeal of the restaurant, we're not quite sure. Besides the prospect of being turned away for your age and height, the restaurant will require everyone who enters to wear disposable underwear that they will provide. <laughs> That's the point. People are not going to go to this place. And if they do, well, it is what it is. Uh, I promise, uh, the, the restaurant promises a hunky waitstaff who will be nearly naked. The tickets for the opening weekend are going for over 10,000 Japanese yen, which is about 94 bucks. But before you eagerly, eagerly fork over your hard-earned money, know this. Uh, adding insult to inju- inju- injury, those who are deemed not to meet the ageist sizes entry requirements will not get a refund. Wow. That's hardcore. <laughs> All the more reason this business will probably fail. This, I'm not going to get into it. I'm running out of time. Stern Teaser Show podcast, June 13th, 2016. Go find the podcast at sternjesus.net. We've been doing the live read at the end of the show, and St. Pierre usually does it, but he's not here to do it. So fuck him. You know where you can find me on Twitter, and SternJesus.net has all my social media networks, so it doesn't really matter. Open me a naked restaurant. Fatties and Uggos, welcome. That'd be, my, that'd be the name. Joe Destruction says it's a good album name. It's also a good restaurant name. Fatties and Uggos. Great. The genius that flows from this show is simply unparalleled. If I do say so myself, and I do, Stern Jesus Show Podcast, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on CannabisRadio.com. As I said, go check out the podcast on StonerJesus.net. Keep spreading the word about StonerJesus.net and how awesome it is. Thanks everybody for listening, and as always, peace, bitches.